Uh, there we go. Right, Jeff has got the recording in progress. To, pro to record. Uh, we'll see what happens. Last week, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, give right, it to me. You just mic dropped in the middle of the show. So there's yeah, that. I know, I know. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay, I'm going right. to play the I'm recording. Kick this please, pig. Please, please. Not the pig. Poor pig. Right? Why? Pig always gets trouble. Uh, welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of lemma champ or lucky track dog league you run, SEC or NASA, we won't discriminate, as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, news and notes in the world of amateur endurance racing, and whether it's on the spot hella sweet or we're lucky enough and Chrissy gives us just a tip, we're sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental. We are Everyone Racers. Thanks for listening to a general episode of our podcast. It's episode 235 recorded on March 16th. And on this day in 1968, General Motors produced its 100 millionth automobile, the Oldsmobile Tornado. So if you're not driving an Oldsmobile, your father's or otherwise, or any other car for that matter, bust out that E1R bingo card. You never know. And if you get bingo, we haven't had bingo in a while. Take a, take a snap and uh, send it to us. We're going to kick this off as we so often do with a what you're working on and looking through all of this. I feel like I want, I want to know who's, yeah, me, I, I do too. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you were ready. To I'm just saying at least the, the hundred millionth car was a decent car of General Motors, like a CCA Tornado actually pretty decent like they, you, did you, you, guys, here. you raced one you with the spec uh -huh. yeah exactly yeah, totally. so this is think, why we yeah. couldn't let this go we're like we've driven this car we <laughs> gotta talk at, about at it at sonoma no less we gotta talk yes, about so. it right and then he put the seat back in it and sold it like street legal so it was yeah. a it's a big that, it's a that's big the boy. transverse mounted v8 455 Oldsmobile, it's, right? it's longitudinal yes. oh it's but longitudinal front, but front drive but longitudinal but it had a that chain drive transmission to make it front drive the transmission was actually under the engine so but the engine still had its crank pulley at the radiator in the front and i'm very sure 1968 gm totally worked out all the bugs no <laughs> you know it was better than average that chain drive transmission they ended up putting that in that G gmc motorhome thing the yeah, i was gonna say the entire cradle yeah. went into the front of the motorhome right and it, it survived well in that so it good yeah. good on them gm also yeah. the uh the eldorado same basic platform mm -hmm. flat Floor luxury, yep. front yep. and back seat. Totally. Yep. Okay. It's a big welcome big to everyone. General Motors yep. uh, podcast for the Malays fans among you. But uh, looking through our notes, I think the most interesting one is Jeff. So we'll go ask Chris what you're working on. The Civic. <laughs> Duh. I've been in wiring hell for a long time now, but I'm actually coming out of it. Um, yeah, we're doing a K re K24 swapping our EG Civic to make a new race car. And I had all of the wires apart to make sure things were in the right place and get rid of things we don't, don't need. But as of the end of last night, I actually had electrical power to the car. The gauges are confirmed to be working. The, all the lights are confirmed to be working and the starter key actually turns the engine over. So those are all successful things, right? Next step Progress. is next step is why doesn't the fuel pump come on? So let's, let's chase the fuel pump relay and see what that is. Needs fuel pump. Always right. needs fuel pump. Right. But uh, uh, That's okay. lots of That's other okay. successes, cars getting closer. 
And I, I've left the spaghetti all over the floor of the car until I'm sure that it's working before I start looming it all up. Because that's when you come into problems is after you loom it up it's and you say, damn it, now I have yeah. to undo it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. What, what did we do on Sunday? We, re- oh. we rescued your brother's, your nephew's. My, car. that's Jeff's. Jeff's, yes. Jeff's I'm sorry, I'm looking at you. Because if, if my nephew's got a Sonata, there's some explaining to do because he's yeah. like 14. Yeah. Well, if he's following your footsteps, someone offered him a terrible car to get a terrible price. And he, and he, and said, he said, yes. Said, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Valid. Valid. Yeah. No, yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, uh, Jim's son, uh, his, his, the clutch let out the magic smoke on the Pennsylvania turnpike. He paid to get the tow off the turnpike to the closest available parking lot. And then we towed said Sonata back to the house after winching into the trailer after Jim forgot the keys. But fortunately, the car was unlocked. So that helped. And, it was uh, right. It was right about when the uh, security of said Lockheed Martin uh, next to my work, actually, right down the street. Oh, really? he was close to your work? I didn't realize. Next, yeah, next I, I can see my work where yeah. from the parking lot where we were. Uh, but the the uh, allied security people came around and were like, what are you doing there? And I said, well, there's three guys and one of there's a Lexus sitting there. We're towing it in and I, I'm wearing my cupcake hat. So I'm like, how bad can we be? If we're stealing this car, we're not like that sketchy looking. And as so, far as he's concerned, we are a problem going away, yes. which is what security <laughs> people want. Because so. this Sonata was sitting there since Friday afternoon and we didn't pick it up till Sunday afternoon. So uh, it was just a long trek from King of, our house, King of Prussia, New, Southern New Jersey. Then we went to Delaware and then we went home. So why did you go to Delaware? Because we were already Costco. close and we had to go to Costco to stock up on booze because our closer Costco doesn't Costco. Pennsylvania Costco doesn't have booze, does it? No. And, and just- Pennsylvania Costco has tax. Yeah. Yes. So that's what we did. All right. That's it. That's uh, it. Well, so, that's uh, Chris Jeff, and Chris. Jeff has to wait, apparently. So mental, what were you working on? Uh, so all the, when we moved into the house, they put those awful wire shelves, the, the see-through baker oh, yeah, shelves. Yes, in all of our closets. And Vicky finally said enough is enough. And we went and bought expensive lumber, which I'm not a guy, but holy crap. $300 in lumber. And you got two sticks? Yeah, exactly. Dowels. Uh, So I've been replacing all the shelves in our various closets with actual birch. Um, A uh, a good friend from my childhood was in town. So I was playing tour guide and he's an old airplane geek. So I got him on base and we got to see uh, oh. while, while we were at the petting zoo, looking and sitting in the MIGs and all that kind of stuff, he's watching, he had never seen an F-22 in real life. I'm like, oh, there's like four of them. You can tell cause they're super noisy. Oh, there's an F-35. Ooh, there's a Mirage. So he enjoyed that. Uh, tomorrow's of course, St. Patrick's day. One of the two holy days in the ward household. The other of course is Cinco de Mayo. I have gotten rid of the 928 engine and some other parts that are going away this weekend and i got my hans recertified saw that i saw that yes. the car yet though like the actual car no he still hasn't paid me the oh. money and figured out how he's gonna come did, get it that's the 928 did the 928 buyer even contact you or did he just completely ghost to you he did actually contact me said i'm the lunatic who bought your 928 uh i'm 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 working on it just sent him a note today he said okay it's been 10 days because the guy that came and bought the engine said, if the seller doesn't buy it, let me know. So I got a guy over in Palm Springs that will turn right back around, come and get this car. And I will not look back seeing it, seeing it go away. So I am, 
I'm I'm really done with the the nine twenty eight that tried to kill me. Um, so Jeff, you were taking in all kinds of culture. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went to exposing my- young now tall Josh, who I just saw before the show started. It is now within a foot of Jeff. He is huge. Yeah, my thirteen year old theater geek uh, son, about to turn fourteen, a year and a half ago, got Hamilton tickets. So we were up in Manhattan enjoying a, a weekend away. And on the way home is when my brother called me and he said, uh, you still in New York? I was like, well, technically I'm on the Jersey Turnpike. Why? And when I all of a sudden heard about the stranded Sonata and said, said oh, just call Chris and Chrissy. They've got a no, trailer and do nothing. I didn't right? say that at all. I said, yeah. no problem call at all. AAA. Yes, Don't they did. AAA? Well, they did, and it cost a boatload to get it from like 10 feet off of the turnpike, which no surprise. Uh, the, right. Oh, oh, that's why, because Pops has AAA, but the Sun does not. And therefore, and of course, the, all the travel that they do, they probably should have it anyway. Yes, yes. Have they don't listen to the show, so yeah. it's fine. Anyway, so if they yeah. did, they would have it. Yeah, so I was not able to participate in the uh, going to get the Sonata. And even if you did, your trailer is full. My trailer is full, absolutely. Right, so you weren't going to help anyway. Race car, so yes. I, I mean, but yeah, I could have at least helped push. I don't know. Sure. Anyway, yeah. So uh, uh, the only other, so because I was away in New York City, I didn't do anything car related, but I did try and buy a replacement wheel for the bent wheel on the Veloster N. Yes. Uh, tire rack won't have one through like the middle of April. Uh, no surprise. Yeah, we so... can't get ours till middle mid April. We're going to get the Merc summer wheels and they won't yeah. come in until then yeah so uh, i've got a I, set of wheels i can give you guys it will probably bolt right on but I uh, bought, when i bought mine it came with like nine wheels it's great true i, I was reflecting 20s for ours so yeah I, I was reflecting on mental saying that there are no chicanes on college campuses so <laughs> i went and i took a picture of it now the road that you can see off in the distance that's where i drive in Oh, so I see, see. I see exactly where you absolutely your brothered it on that curb yeah. coming off that road. We can all oh, go back. There's to that, that dark spot. That's yeah. very yeah. yeah. That's oh, it. Yeah. You there totally. Oh yeah. Right totally gemmed that. So yeah. you're not blaming that pothole. That was you trying to miata it through that corner. Absolutely. <laughs> Never lift. Uh, yeah, I was coming in there. I was literally making- after the show we had about don't. Hit curbs. hit curbs especially ditches right after bumps which is exactly what this is yeah but you can see they have this like paved section no here no everybody you do does this it. every day because and you knew you <laughs> knew it was there yeah and uh no it's excuses really deep yeah <laughs> we can see <laughs> yes jeff jeff if this had happened at the track you know what you would have to wear on your head for the rest of the, the absolutely day. and you probably I, still should in life yeah, well, the at home close to four hundred dollars that it cost me in tire and wheel. Oof! Oh my goodness! That, yeah. that does sting. That does sting a little bit. All right. So now, if you've been paying attention, and uh, if you listen to the show, you have noticed a new voice in our group, and it is Jake. Jake, before I butcher your last name, how do we pronounce it? Uh, it's pronounced. Thevis. It's German, at least we're ah, pretty sure. We were going oh. with Thuse. Thevis. Okay. Most Jake. people do. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I went to Germany once and they all got it right. So I think it's German. There you go. There well, we go. All right. 
You're well, at, Jake, yeah, I, I get he, it. He's the resident German here, so. He is. <laughs> but you failed at it, so. Well, Jake didn't think about it. Oh, well. But he lived there, so it's fine. Okay. Now, Jake Devez from Out Motorsports is our. <laughs> But I just blew, I blew it again. I'm terrible close, about this. But he is he is our guest for this episode. Uh, and Jake, you have some Porsche related content that you were working on. Yeah, and it's actually uh, I'm not working on it because there's still a warranty on my eight year old car. Uh, so this is great. Um, so I have a Cayenne diesel, uh, 2013 Cayenne oh, diesel. Oh, which unicorn? No, the the V6 TDI. The, the, okay, yeah, but it tows 10,000 pounds. That's an amazing. They're car. they're phenomenal cars. Um, I yes. got it last summer. I had a, a Ram 1500 that I sold for like five thousand dollar profit. So then it's like, well, now I need a car. So um, it's a, a 13 Cayenne diesel. I picked it up. It still had a Dieselgate warranty because they certified the entire long block and all the emissions components for 10 years from the date of first sale. That's wonderful. Or 120,000 miles. And I'm like way under that. So uh, there's also a line in the warranty book that says any disputes are to be settled in favor of the customer. Yeah. So what? What? Who wrote that? I met somebody. I don't know. Not for probably a lawyer who owned a Cayenne diesel. Exactly. So this is the same three-liter TDI that's in uh, the Touareg diesel, the Q7 diesel. I think some Q5s got it, some Audi sedans. But anyway, um, with Dieselgate, they fix them by basically doing a software update. And these motors are generally really stout, except they like to leak oil as they age. And in the Cayenne in particular, the way it fits, it's not the V10. V10 is like, if you want to like add washer fluid, you drop the motor. Um, <laughs> with like the V6. Of power. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically. Yeah. Right. So with the V6 TDI, um, they leak oil from places in the back and it is an engine out repair. And we were towing, um, towing home from dropping my race car off and it chimed and said oil level low. Oh, so I pulled over and put some in. And then I looked like, you know, the following morning and it was like leaving spots on the ground and the belly pan was wet. And according to a friend of mine, who's a tech, that belly pan can hold a couple quarts of oil okay. as it leaks. So the technician will get like a face full. Um, anyway, I took it to the dealer and there's a whole separate blog. I need to write about the, the dealer that will charge me $725 for an oil change. Oh. I'm not paying them for that part, but, um, they're covering the entire repair under warranty. So my Cayenne is currently four miles from my apartment with the entire front subframe on a table uh, while they reseal the entire motor. Oh, wow. wow. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Someone else yeah. working on your car for free. And making yeah. it because hopefully they do a good job putting it together. Yeah. Well, the, the service advisor said she actually brought the tech out to meet me who's going to do the work. And he's been there for 25 years. Oh, um, so I'm sure he's well, done have... more of the, more of these than he wants to. Admit. You know what you should do someday when he's working on it, just stop by and give him some brownies. Not, no, I've thought about like, like we, like we did that one time. We just like yeah. stop by and give them. Well, that was when my Z4 was almost totaled and they basically repainted the whole car. And so a handshake oh. with a hundred dollars in it was, uh, we did give them cookies and, yeah, and cookies. Yeah. right. So I'm just saying like, yeah. we no, I, I, I plan you. on doing something like that because they're going to have it for like a month. And it's like, you know, a long time to get the parts. And uh, according to people online, you know, you get like the repair order that says like this would have cost you X and it cost you zero dollars. This is like a $10,000 repair Yeah. because the service advisor called me and she, she's awesome to talk to. She goes, yeah, while it's out, we're just resealing everything, which 
works for me, yeah, <laughs> but it's a lot of work. So that's what's, that's what's going on. And then my race cars at the shop being picked up tomorrow on the way to BIR. Awesome. Awesome. So, that's great. Yeah. Well, what, what kind of race car? Don't, don't leave our listeners in suspense. Uh, I have a 1995 E36 325. That is a, uh, a NASA spec three race car. Boring. <laughs> it is magenta yeah, electric nice. pink. It is it the is least fast. thing from boring. Yeah. Okay, fair it, is, it is the <laughs> brightest pink that I could get Mako to spray it. <laughs> Mako to spray it. That's good. It's a four hundred dollar paint job. I I actually know that car because it is on a sign on my door of my office. Because since we talked to you several weeks ago by email, I'm hmm. trying to convince some of my students to attend some of your events. So Ooh, I have okay. like your calendar and your car up there. So uh, okay. no, no takers yet, but we'll, we'll get somebody sooner. Or later. Well, you can tell them I'm uh, much cooler and better looking in person than on this podcast. Oh, I didn't even mention you. I was just <laughs> what's your car stuff. Was... Even better. All right. <laughs> so, okay. Cool. Is it Chrissy? That, what kind, Chrissy what kind walked of a, away? I'll say what kind of acoustics do we have in the hotel room, Chrissy? This is news and notes time. Oh, Drish. <laughs> okay. Usually All she right. yells. All right. Yes, we get a, we get a great echo anymore. in the living room. I'm not yelling anymore. Okay. All right. Who's got take a story? A, take a long drag from the vape pen for this one. The STI is no more. In a press release, Subaru stated their new focus on electrification as well as automotive industry shift towards more EVs and alleged environmental stewardship. Quote, as part of that effort, Subaru Corporation is exploring opportunities for the next generation WRX STI, including electrification. In the meantime, a next generation internal combustion engine WRX STI will not be produced based upon the new WRX platform. Now, all is not gone. There are some indications the STI might return as a performance electric band. Again, quoting Subaru, future sports performance cars should evolve to meet the needs of a changing marketplace and the regulations and requirements for greenhouse gases, zero emissions vehicles, and corporate average fuel economy. And you can read that entire story by Matt Polsky at The Truth About Cars. It's linked in our show notes. That's not a surprise, is it really? I was surprised. They 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 had like the engine in the works to make the the STI. And that that is kind of like their bread and butter. It, yeah. Yeah, I thought no. they would do one more, like go out with the bag. The last. The but last all the lot of other people like the are. last entry, like the you know, put some little trim on it and call it the like boom, yeah, yeah farewell edition the, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, limited edition, last one we've ever made ever. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not surprised that they're the next one will be probably hybrid, but yeah, you're right. They probably could have done one more and sold a gazillion of them. I mean, it's a super, yeah. it's gonna blow up anyway. Good <laughs> <Dead> gaskets. <laughs> yep. All right. Hey, if you're a regular listener, you know how much of a fan we are of bad ideas, like endurance racing a Rolls Royce or a Citroen SM. All good. Um, restoring an abandoned C4 Corvette for a rally? Yeah, <laughs> we're down. Um, how about building and racing an actual boat? Been there, done Been that there. Be- before it was cool, even. So now 
we're not the only silly people that race bad ideas in this world. And thank God there are others. So check out Rob Stump's story over in the drive about the world's first limousine to finish the famous Mint 400 off-road race. It's a great tale of the stubbornness of Jim York and Gabby Downing, as well as a decent explanation of the modifications it takes for such a ridiculous endeavor. Uh, a snippet from the article that tells of the limo rolling up to a checkpoint and a staff member telling York he had just lost a $10 bet. Quote, both Gabby and I admitted that right before this time, we both had the thought, maybe we just call it. Neither of us would admit that, that until after the race, said York. Quote, then this guy betting against us meant that there was still likely some for and against us that we weren't stopping until the limo just couldn't move or we passed the finish line. And yeah, the limo kept the full bar. If you have not seen this thing. It is gorgeous. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm so about cool. to share. You gonna share it? I, I assumed <clears throat> Mental would share it, but he didn't. Oh, so Sorry. Here it comes. Usually <laughs> sharing everything. So it's a Lincoln. Oh, wow. It's a stretch. Wow. It is lifted. <gasps> it has, would we call them zoomies? Zoomy tubes on the side there? Yeah, the, the, the four side pipes, like an yeah. old 70s drag car. And, and I'm pretty sure those are electric steps to get into the yeah, back. Yeah, right? There's a little <laughs> stirrup. Are. There's a there's a stirrup for the front seat, and then there's little little uh, like bus like, steps or from an yes. RV. Yeah, like your RV yeah. steps. Yeah, like the RV yeah. steps is exactly what they are. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. oh, that's amazing. Mint 400, man, that's a crazy race. Oh. Yep, the, uh, the source dudes. of the infamous fear and loathing in Las Vegas book. That's right. That that was what uh, Hunter Thompson was sent to cover. But I saw this story when he said, "Oh, people are betting against us." We're not, we're not, we're not quitting stopping. until this thing is still moving. I'm like, well, there's our kinds of idiots. Yeah, that's awesome. Good oh, for them. Boy. All right. We mentioned the Andretti effort to start another uh, American Formula One team. Their choice of uh, for the driver, a second generation champion, Colton Herta, is now one step closer. Racers Magazine's Marshalls Pruitt uh, is reporting that the 21-year-old will begin working on the McLaren with McLaren Racing. A new testing and development contract allows Colton to take part in F1 tests through what is called F1's TPC allowance, TPC standing for testing of previous car. And the, yeah, right? Well, I, then people wouldn't remember what it stood for. Um, in this case, that, that is the McLaren's MCL 35M chassis from the last season. Hertz is likely to be joined by other racers uh, in McLaren's TPC pool. And right now that allocation is not for, uh, is not for the free practice one or FP1 sessions. Uh, however, F1 teams are mandated to run rookies in at least two free practice sessions, according to the FIA rules that were designed to increase new driver opportunities. These McLaren drives are designed to interweave with Colton's, Colton Herta's full-time Andretti Autosports IndyCar contract. I'm pretty sure this is the road to the super license. Yeah, probably. They talked about not being able to bring Colin or this Colton. year. Colton. Colton, sorry. Colton this year because he did not have a super license. Probably. So. Talk about a, a hard thing to get and get somebody to. He's not going to ditch his indie contract to go race Formula 3. Well, TPC. it's yeah. <laughs> Especially when his his road to Formula 1 is with the guy that is paying his IndyCar salary. Yeah. Somebody should listen to Mental get on his pedestal about about how much Andretti should be allowed in and blah, blah, blah. It's the Andrettis. The world loves the Andrettis. Right, right? Tell us how much you love this. Hey, you know what the world doesn't like? The war in Ukraine. 
Uh, we're going to wow, go there really quick. Sorry, it's a little <laughs> bit of a bummer, but we know it's all, it's an economic, it's a tragedy. There's lives being lost. It is not, if you're bitching about your gas prices, shut up. Uh, but the few recent developments in the car world, some that we might have heard of and some that are new, uh, everybody's complaining about the fueling, the fuel prices. Uh, Volkswagen and Porsche both had to shut down their production because it turns out their wiring harnesses are made in the Ukraine. Uh, and the, the obviously they're not making any, they're busy running for their lives, but also some less known things like cheaper JDM imports because they are now blocked from going to Russia. So there's a glut in the Japanese used car market. Who knew? Uh, BMW said they're going, or yeah, BMW and Volkswagen are going to start making more SUVs this year because they build them in America and Mexico. So there'll be a lot more of them around. Um, yeah, all of these stories are going to be linked, but the one I want to talk about is the gearheads with welders who do fun stuff. And in the Ukraine, there is a Kiev auto well, repair two. shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. The Kiev auto repair shop which has pivoted to adopting captured Russian weapons for the Ukrainian forces. It seems he talked around some of his crew had weapons tech from former engineering jobs, and they drafted some plans. They distributed across the country and someone built, Mentor, are you going to share this one? This fabulous BMW, I believe it is a six series convertible into what is now called a technical. In case you didn't know, and thanks Mental for giving me the information, a technical is in military terms is uh, mounting heavy weaponry on a consumer vehicle, usually a small four by four pickup truck, usually it's a Toyota. And the reason is simple, it allows for a serious firepower, firepower and a high mobility at low cost. But as you can read in the linked article, uh, Ukraine weapons tracker, there's no reason a luxury BMW ragtop can't do the same thing. A BMW carrying a, again, thank you, Mental, for finding this out, an NSV, which is a Soviet-designed 12.7 millimeter, or basically a 50-cal machine gun, mounted in the trunk of a convertible BMW. Absolutely, because if you're going to be doing some running and gunning, do it with some style. Yep. And no one cares about the bangle-designed trunk lid. <laughs> um, <laughs> gun in it. Yes. I was yeah. That would be a good one where you just kind of rack back the 50 cal and go, say bangle again, mother. Yeah, it, it definitely seems to be like they wrapped the doors and the hood in what looks like it's like, don't shoot me, I'm Ukrainian, not Russian. Like, because it has like words all over it. So, I don't know. That's cool to me. Okay. Hey. You know what else is cool? Uh, find this on RacingJunk.com. There is a March Madness bracket for your ride. Uh, you can register your ride, and then there's going to be a March Madness bracket, and we're going to vote on who's the better ride. All of you, look for our race cars because we're going to register ours. Chrissy, you got something to add to this? I was just wondering when it starts. March is almost over. Well, March yeah, but Madness they... starts this weekend, though. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Did, did you enter your cars? I didn't enter anything yet. Yes, oh. I did. Absolutely. Oh, did. Oh, man. All right. Well, after the podcast, I will load up the, the boat. The big blue bombers totally get interested. I've got, <laughs> I put in a shot of, um, of it between two vintage racing Mercedes that I took at Willow Springs last year. Nice. And Chrissy, what'd you put in? The Mazda. 
The Mazda? Mm -hmm. Got it. I had two pictures of the Mazda on the racetrack. Awesome. You? I put the NSX in because it's an NSX. Did, I hope <laughs> you got the license plate because that will get votes. No, I didn't no. actually. But, no, the but, one of you on uh, coming down in pit. pit yeah, race. It, it's two, it's pictures on pit race of the right. car because it looks good. Jake, just so it's not so much insider baseball, they've got their NSX and the uh, vanity plate says VTech, yo. Ah, that's perfect for it. <laughs> well, since Chrissy can't yell, I will. Upcoming races! Champ car is rolling into NCM, and what's left of it, at least, for the Kentucky Grand Prix Ace Plus 7-hour Enduro. 32 cars, so they're not going to see each other very much at all, um, 12 of which are BMWs, which are usually... Boring! Uh, seven <laughs> Miatas, one Hondas, two Porsches, and one of the three Corvettes is from Laps of Honor, who we profiled at PRI. Didn't oh, we? Very cool. Yes, we hey, did. Yeah. Do we, any, I, we don't really care, but how long... NCM can be ch chopped up a little, and I was wondering... Yeah, is this full? Do we have, right, is it... I I didn't see. It wasn't as obvious on the website. Either way, with 32 so, cars yeah, in NCM. Yeah, I know. It's still, like, because they usually chop off like north and south. I don't know what they call yeah. it, north and south. Well, I, the, off the, the, time, the, the time we ran it, they did. And every time that they've been back, it, the the overwhelming response is, give us a sinkhole. So sinkhole yeah, sinkhole is super sinkhole cool. Sinkhole worth it. But yeah, still, exactly. it's, this is going to be like the last HPDE session of Sunday with that many cars out there. <laughs> when, like, when it's raining. At all. No. Everybody's yeah. gone home. Yeah. Recent oh results. Okay. Lemons had the West Coast season opener at Sonoma. Uncle Dave and Dishwashing Ferry made it out there from our they team. They had a blast. Totally they did. Had a blast. Yep. Overall in Class A was You Mad Bro and their homemade but still boring BMW. Class B went to Porch, P O U R Choices, um, and VW Golf. And Class C finally went to Junk Runners in their Ford Ranger. Because nothing says race mm. car like a Ford Ranger. Mm. Ford Ranger is like the worst mini truck to run. That's <laughs> now, as Jay put it when he gave up the trophies, heroic fix actually went to heroes. Ranger Road got their golf oh, back together after an unfortunate incident on Saturday, and screwed was Baronet in a '97 VW Cabrio, which usually that's just you, your shortcut. Usually, you're screwed. No one wants to screw road. you in a Cabrio. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Long. absolutely. Yeah. But I'm ching, right? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, judge's choice was Franken Falcon, the 64 Ford Falcon. Org choice was Anal Probe Returns to Earth in their Ford Probe. They had the greatest costumes. If you haven't seen it, yeah, they, they dress up. Willow, too. They're amazing. Yeah. They yeah. dress up like aliens and they swing probes around yeah. i still everywhere. have my diary of butt stuff book that they were giving out as a bribe from button willow <laughs> uh, yeah. uh worst dressed was indecent exposure in their 77 pontiac transmero camaro thing i don't know what it was uh the ioe went to team apathy in their sonata sonda sonda is, Son is it really yes. i was yes. like Mental, come on. No, no I'm just I'm sorry. <laughs> Sonda, a sub powered. If I keep reading, that would know. Um, a sub powered Honda N600. The Halloween meets gasoline top prize went to the Del Camino in their 85 Pontic Trojan. Uh, what a Tojan, I'm sorry, Tojan. Uh, what amazing car. Uh, which makes the uh, which makes Corey Dickman the Halloweenist meets gasolinist winner in Lemons history. 
And he has our hearts. Obviously, we love Corey. Uh, <laughs> Champ Car was back to Texas for their spring Harris Hill race on Saturday. The Miata from Lone Star Rallycross bested the Miata from Rickler Motorsports by 80 seconds. Four laps back was the Miata from Lumber Racing for third. Wow. And it was a spec Miata like, race like, for the entire yeah, rest yeah, of the year. It was like 20 quarters Miatas. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, then well. Jeff, go. Uh, Son, Lone Star did again four laps over second place Winkler. And the one not Miata, thank you, Toyota from Night Fury was seven laps back in seventh. Third, seven third. laps playing third. Seven back laps in third. Sorry, I was already ready Whatever. to yell. Listener feedback it, time. It's my turn. I was gonna look. look oh, no. I he interrupting you. Read his good copy. Whatever on, on our making it making it last episode. Hack factory. We have guests. Pretend we like each other. Oh, that's right. Okay, and we don't. He's already regretting this. Sure, I'm sorry. We're not. Well, we'll get to talk very soon. Uh, But making it last. Okay, this is all vodka. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad somebody gave you the gave you the heads up about that. Um, Hack Factory said, listening to Chris talk about keeping off the curbs, all I can picture is him in the right seat uh, with the small end of fishing rod smacking the knuckles of the driver, yelling, "Stop it! Stop it!" Stop it. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a bonus F1 episode that we dropped earlier this week. Yes, we I'm did. sorry if we forced you to uh, listen twice, but we try not to talk about pro racing on this thing, but we want to talk about pro racing for a change. Uh, we asked for your bold and not bold predictions. And uh, Tim B said, bold prediction, Gasly will have two podium finishes this season. Hey, he's on with me. That's ah, I, he, he yeah, made right. the actual prediction. I just said he's going to do He's going to do good and uh, gooder. Uh, Jake, you should join our fantasy league on uh, Formula One. We'll get you the the info for that. All right. I'm in. All right. right. Do you you have any bold or not so bold predictions for the next F1 season? uh, None at all. Excellent. That's fine. Good. Do you do you know you what F one is? Do you even I've watch Drive to Survive? I've heard bro. about all of this racing stuff. But... That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we're we're there. You're we gonna you're gonna do really well. Chrissy good. drug us all into it after she watched Drive to Survive, and then we all got addicted to it. It's all good. Damn it, good I was time. free. Go on. <laughs> uh, and hey, lastly, AJS asks us a question about our favorite tow pig, the Suburban. Random question, going to look at an 03 Suburban 2500 tow rig later this week. Any words of wisdom Chris may be able to offer and things to look for besides the basics? Quadra steer truck? So that's what we have is an 03 Suburban 2500 Quadra steer. Um, it's wonderful at truck things. I hate the fact that it's still a four-speed automatic transmission, though. Like, that just kills me going up hills and stuff. Like, I just didn't want six gears, please. Like, please. But no, I can't have them. But in general, it's just look for the, all the LS stuff. Like, the front end's probably going to need something the you know but if it's been generally maintained it's fine the brake lines are probably going to need to be replaced because they do on all of them um at that point uh watch out for rust especially in the rockers um the mechanics are really simple it's probably going to have one two three uh bolt heads cracked off on the exhaust manifolds because that's what they do it's totally normal yep uh, but the quadra steer has been super reliable in ours the only thing i've done that's different quadra steer wise is i replaced the outer tie rod ends and that was like 20 bucks each from rock auto. And then, but otherwise the car will turn in the same radius as a Honda Accord and it's a suburban. God, that's incredible. It's a Glorious. backing a trailer into something with that is the coolest thing ever. It, it's fun so I, I really wanted a quadra steer truck. My first ever tow vehicle was a, um, Oh five Yukon Denali. 
So oh, yeah, almost yeah, the same 800. Yeah. Um, it was the prettiest truck that was the least reliable vehicle I've ever owned. <laughs> and oh, it, was, it was a, it was a one owner dealer maintained vehicle in Northern Virginia from people who clearly had money. So I was like dumbfounded. Everything broke on mine, but, um, Quadrister is so cool. And is it one of those things where like, if you just leave it turned on and use it, it stays working. I think so. Because like people complain, oh, it breaks and you can't fix it and you can't get the parts. And I feel like it's one of those things where if you just like don't disable it and let it keep trying to turn the wheels, it'll yeah. probably keep point, working. No, when we, yeah, we always leave it on because why wouldn't you? It works because great. And I, I'm right. not really good at driving actual trucks because I have quadrasteer. Because so you can just like whip like this thing anywhere. Things into other, right. When I drive somebody else's truck, I just back into stuff. I mean, we've had it for 10 years. It has 193,000 wow. miles on it. And really the only quadrasteer related issue we've had was the outer tie rods, which, oh, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, whatever. That's where, is, where What motors in yours? Is it a 6.0? Six, six, six okay. liter, 4L80. So like, that's the reason I wanted the 2,500 because well, mm-hmm. what's going to go wrong with that? And like right. and the stuff that the stuff that's gone wrong is like not much considering the age and mileage and use case for this. The only time we really drive it is pulling things. Except or, all the time right now. Well, yeah, now this is the one problem we have. <laughs> Stupid GM readiness monitors on the emissions thing. They don't know uh, 45 degrees. And so now it's now it's over 45 degrees. I'm finally driving it to try to get the stupid thing done to get my emissions. But whatever. Then when it's done, I can start driving the NSX. Also, and, not again. ours is not pretty. Because it's like the gold beige color. Oh, yeah. Just, like, all of them yeah, G- GM grays. They painted every car they made that color for like five years. It's really ugly. So I would not it's, say it's a It is car. good for um, not Dirt. looking not looking dirty. Dirt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really good. Mine was that, like, that color shifty, like blue green metallic. Oh, that's pretty though. Yeah, that's it, was, it was beautiful. It just leaked every fluid it had. And then the brake lines <laughs> rotted. And then the transmission started slipping. And I can go on. But... <laughs> Like oh, well. if you care for them, they're good. I think the last people just didn't with mine. Well, you're not. You didn't get a ten thousand dollar warranty repair to reseal. Exactly. That. No. Yes. No, okay, no, no. Good. Yeah. Not from a GM dealer. Uh, no. As we record this, there is actually uh, the Lemons I Racing Sim Racing is going on, but of course we ha- still have our E1R yeah. I Racing. And we did it on on Monday night as usual. We went to Wild West Motorsports Park, which is an off-road, jumpy, dirty track thing. And we took uh, the Pro 2 trucks and legends for the first race. Well, it was most of us in Pro 2 trucks. Tyler had a legend. And amazingly, as usual, the Pro 2 trucks and legends are about the same speed overall, depending on where you go. Um, We we uh, should mention... The Pro 2 trucks just go straight through all the turns, while yes. the Legends actually have to follow the course. Yes. Where in the dirt, the, the Pro 2 trucks are very good at the jumps, but the Legends are actually better at the turning and things. So it actually all works out really nicely. So that was fun. And then the second race was uh, all of the dirt race cars we could find. You know, they're made for circle track stuff, but putting them on the jumpy course, you know, the... the um, late models and the modifieds and the sprint cars and apparently the big block modified was the best but it was also like the it was a one lap here it was entirely uncontrollable except for like the one lap you could get it to work so <laughs> uh silly uh, things but that's why we do it sometimes and that was this is a silly silly race silly. week it was fun yes. good times had by most now in a recent interview on sky sports Lewis Hamilton revealed that while he is quite proud of the Hamilton name, he does wish to change his name to incorporate his mother's surname. Uh, Lar Ballester is the best I could come up with into his name. 
do you know whose name we should all incorporate into our names? I was wondering where you were going with this. Because I'd like to be known as W. Christian Mental. Hi, Chrissy's mom, Ward. Oh, she's going to like that. And that uh, that's, a, that's a new one. That's good. That was, that's that's a good, good thing. And, uh, hi, Chrissy's mom. Hi, Chrissy's mom. Also on the post of Jeff's Whoopies Pie, Ashley D. pointed out that she has lovely handwriting as well. She has really good Catholic cursive writing. Right, exactly. <laughs> Catholic be- school. She she tells me all the time about how I, and I have a lot of Catholic handwriting and Not it's nearly as good. Oh no, because I know. Because well, you went to boarding school for four years, that ruined it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> May topic time. Is this for me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who's doing the intro. intro? Yeah, you just you're good. Sure. Hi, everyone. This week, in case you haven't heard, we're talking to, and I'm going to do it again because I forgot how to say it already, Jake Thewiz. That is closer. Closer. (laughs) We're going to get there. Uh, Who is the the, uh, the title for Out Motorsports? Are you the owner proprietor of Out Motorsports? Yeah. Owner, proprietor, founder, editor in chief. Because yeah, your, your signature block just your signature block just has your name and Out Motorsports. So yeah. very unpretentious. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So Out Motorsports is a uh, multimedia company that all does events and a website and reviews and a YouTube channel and everything else. Uh, I don't want to steal your thunder and try and give your mission statement. So why don't you tell us what exactly is Out Motorsports? Yeah, so um, at its core, we are a community first and foremost, uh, by and for the LGBTQ community um, who are into cars and amateur motorsports. Um, me and a friend got started doing this longer than I want to remember at this point because um, we both realized we were both uh, out gay men having a pretty good time doing amateur motorsport and we didn't see a whole lot of people like us. And we figured, hey, maybe people aren't really encouraged to commit to something that's largely been, you know, portrayed as being for cisgender straight white men. So I hear you. We decide, Yeah. So yeah. we first decided to start writing about our own adventures and then we kind of grew everything and it snowballed. And now we're hosting track events and road rallies and we have, we do new car reviews and uh, it's, it's all been a whole lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, so what came first? Was it the, the 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 writing on the website, or was it the YouTube channel, or was it the events? It was the writing. Um, so okay. so I have been doing. I've been working with NASA uh, since I was in college, since I was eighteen and a half, um, which really correlated with like the age and process by which I came out. So like all of my NASA family was, they were some of the first people I kind of you know told about all of this, and. Um, the writing started as part of that. And I've always been kind of a writer. So it's like, Oh, cool. If I start this, this is a great place to just talk about how my weekend went and the car broke and I fixed it and I drove it into a tree. And, um, you know, that's what really started everything. Um, and then we did a little bit with events and then finally started doing YouTube because it's another great way to make, you know, connect with people that may not be on Facebook, Instagram, other social. I remember seeing the video you guys made on, because uh, I've been, like, I internet know you from the GRM forum. You know, we've been there for a long time, right? So yeah. um, the the off-roading in terrible mm. off-road cars video, that oh, was God. great. 
that trip was so fun. Yeah. I I bought um, one of my many terrible BMWs I've had. I had a 2001 X5 for that. Um, the hero of that weekend was uh, two friends that are a couple from Florida drove up in a like 94 Subaru Legacy wagon on STI wheels. <laughs> and they immediately, the tire sidewall was like this big. They immediately ripped a hole in the sidewall and did the entire two days of off-roading on the original donut spare. Oh, <laughs> And like drove it out of town on the donuts. But like they just, it was just fine. So that's excellent. Yeah, that trip that's was awesome. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the the fact that you're trying to build a community. And Chrissy, who's not sitting in her seat right now, so I'll begin her. Air, I'll, I'll speak for her briefly, but I usually don't because that's I'm like right here. Stuff. I'm right here. Oh, right go ahead. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, no, okay. it, it, I was getting some water. Goodness, that's gracious. fine. That's fine. Uh, but I, I wanted to go back to uh, you know you, you mentioned that there's not it did sometimes didn't feel right being at the track, and we definitely know that we are deep in the cis white male area here because luckily we have Chrissy on our team who stands next to me, and I go. I can't believe they said that to you uh frequently you've um, had whole conversations where it's like wait you really feel that way like you're the only person and and then you know like i get out of the car and it's me and you're just like mm-hmm. oh weird who it that was you driving yeah i mean it's taken a long time to get that way but i'm sure you understand yes yeah and i i have a lot of uh friends who are women in motorsport that get a lot of comments like that like a shocking amount yeah yeah. You I know mean, a I, lot about cars for a girl. Right. I can't believe you know how to strap your own car in the trailer. It's like, like <laughs> do you think she has a single digit IQ? Like this, come on. I was going to say, I've straps. seen single digit IQs. <laughs> I was going to say, it has nothing to do with actual <laughs> IQ. It's right. actually just, do you have motivation? Do you I've not seen. want your car to roll around your trailer? Is really what it comes right. down to, right? Like if right. you can figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I've, I've got I've got a student um, that uh, when she was 15, her dad gave her an E30, and she said, "Dad, I wanted a stick shift," and he goes, "Well, you know." So she grabbed a wrench and she converted it to a manual before she had her driver's license. And she's uh, nice. in graduate school now. She'll take it to BMW shows all the time. She's actually a a pretty good driver as well. And people always still in friggin' 2022 come up and go, "Oh wow, that's a stick." Yeah. Is it yours? Yeah. You drove it here? No, dumbass. I pushed it. I live in San right. Diego. And yeah. half of them where you say, like, can you drive it? Like, maybe <laughs> right. not. Yes. Yeah. And even fewer of them. Well, yeah, here's the keys. Take it. Oh, you don't know how? Shut up. Right. Yeah, we, we've definitely uh, talked frequently on this show about, about you know, just the, you know, the, the manliness of 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 a paddock the whiteness of a paddock the the uh, straightness you know obviously of a paddock that is uh a dis- discerning sometimes like it's it's con- it's concerning when it hits me but being from the privileged class i don't see it all the time so i i'm, I'm glad when uh chrissy recently ran some women only motorsports events um especially the one from porsche little jealous bad jealous i was a lot yeah. jealous Heck yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I, I don't want to go too far in it, but like, so when you were, you know, for out motorsports, um, 
what's your main motivation? Is it to, to get more people feeling more comfortable or to give a space where maybe you can draw people in, or is it, are, are you hitting a community that you don't think is getting marketed to? Uh, I, I mean, I think yes to all of that. Um, I have a couple of thoughts. So, I mean, my, my biggest thing with hosting track events at this point, um, I'm a really big believer that doing HPDE and autocross and like any sort of like low stakes motorsport, even once or twice in your life, makes you a better driver on the street, makes you safer. Like everyone should do it. My mom has done it. My dad has done like everyone gets it. Um, however, it is really tough to convince a group of people to come do it when they don't see themselves represented in marketing, in photos from the events, um, you know, online conversations that happen where people, you know, feel a little more free to show who they are. Um, so, you know, one, one focus of me hosting these is it's not even that I'm marketing to you. It's that the host of the event looks like and is like you. So it's not meant to be exclusionary. And we've had a lot of uh, cis straight people come to our, our past events. Uh, but, you know, it's very rare that you will go to a motorsport event and have an out gay man standing in the back of a pickup truck hosting the driver's meeting. So, you know, if I can be that person, then great. And if that means that people then go on to do NASA, SCCA, Champ, Lemons, whatever, even better. And if they don't, and they can avoid a crash on the street. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause uh, I, 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 I do want to touch on this. Uh, you had an article on the, uh, the, the website and then I, I, you've got the video as well. And I love the cars that you had showed up to your summit point event. I mean, but what just some of these, uh, and I'm going to quote, steal a quote for actually, would you read the quote? If you could see it on your notes about yeah. it starts. Yeah. This was, this was so fun. Uh, okay, so here's what I wrote. We had everything from an AMC Eagle to a Daewoo Lanos to a Dodge Aries. There was an old cop car with working lights and sirens, gold Cadillac Fleetwood, a baby blue Crown Vic that had been driven to Summit Point from Arkansas. We had perhaps the only surviving Eagle Vision ESI oh, and a Chevy Cavalier that looked like it was pulled from a swamp but still ran. And we were at Summit Point a decade ago when someone gave an Eagle ESI over to the uh, staff because the, the limits had just quit doing the people's curse, but everybody mm -hmm. wanted to watch a car get destroyed. So they put it out there on that firing range that they have out there. Yeah. Just shot, shot yeah. the whole thing up. Cause it was like, this car is so bad here. It is for free. If you promise to destroy it. So I love that right. one made it to the track. Yeah. That's yeah. quite yeah. a and list there. That was specifically a, like a, uh, what was it? Um, orphan car weekend. Orphan makes and models. Yeah. Orphan so, makes and models. Yeah. So with with all of these events, we've done. Um, we did the the, the all wheel drive off roaders that shouldn't be off roaded. Um, we did a rally cross of cars your grandparents would love, um, and you know every year we're trying to do a new theme. Um, this is yeah. If great. if you've ever seen a Mercedes S class at full opposite lock in the dirt, like you have not lived until you've seen that because it will do it. <laughs> A six-cylinder S-Class will do it. You are speaking my language. Everything right up until six-cylinder. If it was a V8 well, S-Class, so yeah. But, yeah, oh, $1,500 budget. Is, oh, raise your uh, hand if you're the only one on the podcast who has never had a Mercedes. So there you go. Yeah. Does not bleed the three-pointed star. You could, you could still get there. 
Eight time consecutive yeah. Formula One champion. <clears throat> you've you've got six weeks until our event. You can <laughs> Ooh. What, what is shopping. the theme of the next coming next coming event? So yeah, so this uh, last year was Orphan makes the models, so stuff you can't buy anymore in the U.S. Um, the theme this year, because the car market is so nuts, uh, we went a little more generic. So it's favorite family haulers. Um, so the benefit to this is the way insurance is written for this event, because we are doing autocross format on a racetrack, autocross rules basically apply, which means anything that's unibody can come, which means minivans and station wagons and small crossovers are all okay. Excellent. So my hope is to see one of every General Motors U-body represented. I don't know if that will happen. How does, but, what does autocross on a rice track look like? That's just cones off the, on the track? So like? uh, take, take a race circuit, cut it in half, start from point A, go to point B, which takes you to the halfway point for go for best time. Uh, we might have some cones on the straightaway to slow you down, although with a lot of these cars... Like a Dodge Aries can't <laughs> go very fast. <laughs> you know, they're so, factory um, limited. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're all they try really hard. Um, I think, but all then of we'll. Do, uh, don't they? Well, they all yeah. Do. Um, so it, so it, we'll run this, from. What's the date on this one? Uh, this is May seventh and eighth. Uh, it's okay. Mother's Day weekend. If anyone all wants right. to come and is uh, concerned about that, just bring your mom. Uh, she's invited. There you go. Well, we, we raced our mother's or father's day weekend forever and at mother's day point mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. point and mother's yeah. day yeah in is, fact is it was mother's day at sebring if you brought your mom you got a free entry chrissy oh wow bring, bring your mom and her mazda five her oh, mazda five was oh that would fit oh. the theme or, or snowflake which well, is that, that, that can't go oh yes that She's... body on frame can't go, but the Mazda Five. I was just kidding. Ponies, you know? <laughs> True, it might do. Pre- it might do better than it should. It'll probably be all right. The problem yeah. is, and uh, and we've got a link, obviously, to your webpage on uh, our web uh, uh, on our show notes, and specifically that event. And that's why I wanted to make sure because it is listed on there. Uh, that is just fantastic. I love the idea of family haulers doing that sort of thing. That that's is great. Right up I our alley. So fun. We are long roof aficionados around here. So yes, we are. My, my mind immediately went to wagons. So. I think a lot of people are looking for wagons. I think it's just a challenge of what to what you can find. The other problem that my friend who had the Eagle last year has brought up is that some people don't want to keep these things when they're done. So you have to think about resale. Um, it took him like <laughs> took him almost three months to sell the Eagle, um, and it, like it was a nice car. Uh, so he was looking at I think a buick wagon like a a century like an nice. a body or something oh, uh, with the wood paneling oh yeah and he was like this is perfect and he's a realtor here in dc and he goes first of all i can't put clients in this and yes. how am i going to sell that in dc when i'm done with it so <laughs> he's looking for other cars uh he but, puts he puts it on virginia's facebook marketplace right. and then just says in dc right <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see Oh, okay. that is so our kind of silly. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you do track days. We already mentioned that. Mm. You also do rallies. And we are yeah. also rally fans. But uh, tell us about what your rally formats are like. Uh, specifically, the Longwood one has my antenna up. So, <laughs> so yeah, so this like road rallies might be a bit of a misnomer. Uh, this is something we wanted to add this year where, you know, for people who may think a track day is a bit too much of a commitment. They just want to go out and meet some people. 
Um, maybe they don't have a car they can use on the track. We just want to have a reason to get people together, drive on some nice back roads and like do a lot of social stuff at the end of the day. So it's like an all day thing, point A to point B, you know, lead yeah, car, follow tour. car. Tour. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of a, a tour sort of deal. Back road so tour. we've got one, uh, two weekends from now that will end at Longwood Gardens. Um, oh. So very excited for that. Uh, and then we're doing three more later in the year. So kind of all up and down the East coast for now. My hope is to do this elsewhere too. Uh, but you know, get there at some point. That is, is there awesome. any, any points or is it just, just have a good it's time just to come you? and have fun. Cool. cool. Yeah. And we'll we'll a, end at some different spot every time. So like we'll end it, you know, a place to get a beer and wine at the end. I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Um, wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Now in, in shifting a little bit in, in, if you're remotely interested in this for the gearhead aspect of it, or trying to find a community, because what I also love looking on your events page, you host uh, a, 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 I believe monthly zoom meeting where you guys mm -hmm. are just, just talking about silly cars. So those, I imagine we, yeah. we give topics for those too. Um, so those started as a, a COVID activity because, you know, we couldn't get together in person um, when mm -hmm. everything first went down. So initially we started doing them weekly and then said, Hey, there's an appetite for this. Would you all keep doing this if we did it like once a month on a cadence and we just got together. So, uh, we have over 130 members, uh, paying to do this. Not everyone comes to every call, but oh, that's fantastic. pretty good numbers. Um, and yeah, it's the first Wednesday of every month and we have people calling in from as far away as Australia. And, wow. uh, we've had people call in from England, um, you know, all the different coasts in the U S and yeah, we pick a topic that is, you know, should appeal to pretty much everyone and they can have something to say. And we kind of do a, like, you get five minutes to talk, you know, pass the ball to someone else because with 40 That's some people on a call, exactly it can get really mean. loud. Yeah. What are, what so, are your, what are some of the topics? Oh, the last one we did was cars of your exes. Uh, which was <laughs> you, so topics like that. Purple you have geo to... track. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not supposed to chat that now, right? <laughs> you have to cut people off with with uh, open and yeah. things like that. You could go on forever. Yeah, um, that was that was the most recent one. I think the one upcoming is uh, your your weirdest or most expensive repair or repair bill. Um, you have one of those on by my yeah right. This was spurred right. by the <laughs> <laughs> personal experience. So, yeah. Um, I have a really long list. I had a lot of the members like send in suggestions. So I just have a big list. Fantastic. From That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's funny. We, every week we ask for our listeners to give us topics for show ideas. And I think we've received like zero in five. Years, I know so. we, what from what, from one, from one guy, all the stuff he doesn't want to cover on his podcast or That's doesn't right. feel equipped. All right. Uh, now this is a, and I'm I'm probably going to completely screw up even asking this question, but it's a valid question I think for people like me. Uh, you know, my whole thing at the track is I I truly do not care. You know, political orientation, any of that kind of stuff. Do you like cars? Do you not like cars? Kind of a right. deal, but. I know I do this, uh, and, and luckily when I'm really overt about it, some friends will correct me, but what are unconscious biases or microaggressions, which I know that's a hot topic word because we don't like to know that we 
are making people uncomfortable, especially when we're genuinely not trying to, and we, there's a tendency to try and put that back on the, but it is, it's a microaggression where you create this environment that makes people feel unwelcome. Uh, particularly at motorsports events, given your background and your heritage and how you came to this. And I'm, I love that the people you came out to first are your gearheads. That is amazing (laughs) to me, but what, what are we unconsciously doing that is creating a barrier or an environment? I mean, I think the, the first thing that comes to mind, really the biggest thing, and it's not even like a huge thing day to day, but you know, if, if I showed up in your paddock, having never been to one of your events and you know, I get to meet everyone, um, I just hope no one ever assumes anyone is straight. You know, like if, if, if I don't have someone there with me and we're talking about, you know, talking about your, your wife and your kids or whatever, trying to get to know each other, using the word partner instead of girlfriend or wife. I mean, that's like the easiest thing to do. And that's like such a quick little thing that if like, if I, if someone says the word partner to me, I immediately know we're cool. It's like, a, it's a very easy thing to do. Um, and, and, and otherwise, I mean, Oh, go ahead. Well, I, and Jeff put in the notes there that we should kind of reflect on this. Cause I, uh, being in, I, I'm a retired military and I was in when we went to the don't ask, don't tell to the it's, acceptable kind of a deal and military these this is this is my family these are my friends this is literally the people that i'm trapped in a pressurized tube at mm-hmm. thirty thousand feet that i have to rely on for my life and i don't want them to feel uncomfortable and i had been in the habit of saying a lot of bad things uh first of all you know saying oh that's gay when you really mean lame and right. i i consciously made that shift um and I, I say spouse a lot. Is that okay? Or does it need to be partner? Um, I mean, I think either is acceptable because like you're not gendering it. Um, I think spouse implies more like that you're married. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I have a lot of straight friends who aren't married who have just been with yeah. their partner and they just use the term partner. It, we were I'll one think. of those for like, yeah, yeah really. partner's kind of the catch all for what I can 10 tell. years to get married. So there's, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah there it is. So yeah, there's a, that's, that's something that I'm doing because I'm saying spouse thinking that I'm trying to be welcoming and I'm alienating. Yeah, but I mean, but, but having the curiosity and, you know, being willing to ask, I mean, that also goes a really long way, you know, in, cause like, okay, you're not saying that, you know, everything and you're being a little vulnerable and that's perfect. Um, and maybe I'll be more vulnerable with you in return. Um, and, you know, I, I think the other thing that it's not really a, I wouldn't it, call it an aggression or anything, but like a kind of an affirmation thing is just if you commit to, you know, if you hear people using slurs or, you know, language that's not really appropriate, even if there's no gay people in your little circle who might hear it, like if the tree falls and no one hears it, it still fell in this case. So like you should still call it out. And if people don't want to change, like, do you need to associate with those people or not? Mm-hmm. that's great you know because it's like that's kind of a principles thing at least to me yeah that's really cool um I, it's funny i kind of teach social justice for a living um and we just came back from uh my my uh co-workers were hosting a social justice weekend and they had um they had some 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 great conversations about you know 
giving people some grace if they're trying. Yeah. And, and I think I, you know, like I, my son is 14 and, you know, he is like constantly, you know, has, as friends who are, you know, discovering their own sexuality and, you know, gender pronouns, a big thing. And like, he'll say one wrong and he'll kill himself. He'll be like, ah, I didn't mean to say it that way. And I have to tell him like, no, Josh, you're trying. Right. And 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 that's the most important thing. Yeah, and I have had a lot of people at the track in particular um, who have said, like, I don't want to be offensive. I just have some questions. And on the one hand, like, I'm not looking to be everyone's educator. Yeah, However, exactly. I'm also willing to sit down and have a beer and, like, give you my perspective because at least you're asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So. I, I, I did. I've, I've got a, a friend out here on the West Coast and we were doing something with a race series and. uh we were deliberately trying to make fun of Texas and their homophobia. And, mm-hmm. but I, I, I called him and said, Hey, look, this is what we're doing. I want to get a s- straight opinion about this. And he said, well, then you've already called the wrong person. Which <laughs> kind of set the tone. I'm like, okay. And, but it was, it was just one of those things. And I, I, I think if it had come from a different perspective, but yeah, the, 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 the friend was letting me get away with it. Like you said, it was, you know, I, I, I want to make sure I'm not being an asshole. I think if you're thinking about not being an asshole, you're probably not being an asshole. Oh, so this is, this is intriguing. Um, we, we've been, I don't want to go too far off this and, and bring it back to cars and stuff, but uh, with your, your, your stated goals and you know, you're, you're, you're flying the pride flag heavily and then you're trying to do new car reviews. So how has it been working with the manufacturers? Have you found maybe some friends in the, in the, you know, are, are you getting better treatment or worse treatment or weird treatment or anything from any of the manufacturers? Um, I think we're getting the treatment that we've earned um, as far as, you know, the quality okay. of content, like the, yeah. the statistics, you know, we, we post big numbers for the website and the YouTube channel for how small we are. And um yeah, I think it's easy on the service to be like, oh, they're they're feeding a niche market and, you know, there's some like diversity inclusion goals. So, of course, they're being fed cars. We're not. I have to ask for everything um, yeah. and I get turned down for stuff. But, uh, you know, part of the motivation for doing the car reviews was seeing what other people with small channels were doing and saying, OK, manufacturers are sending them stuff. And frankly, I don't think it's very good. I can do it better. Heck yeah. We can do it better. You know, I've got other people. <laughs> good for <that> you. <laughs> yeah. So, so step one is like, there can be photos that are good and reviews that are like something all of us would want to read and learn something from. Yep. And the other part of it is as I've gotten deeper in the gay and queer car community, you start running into these circles of people who identify as queer, who are in automotive media, who are in, automotive PR who are in automotive manufacturing, whatever. And none of them are really overtly explicitly out. And I'm not saying everyone has to be, but there are some big names that all of you would know. And most of your listeners would know who are not. Maybe people would be surprised, maybe not. But my question to all of these people is like, where were you when I was a kid wondering if I could be, gay and into cars and I, I wrote fake car reviews 
you know, on our typewriter at home when I was a little kid. And like, <laughs> you know, if, if you look back on it, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I ever thought those two things could cross and knowing, you know, it's the same deal with like Hurley Haywood, like Hurley is amazing. Yes. That, I the, so the, wish the he high was school openly yeah. out when I was figuring out like, this is who I am. And, Oh, I want to play with cars. So same deal for all the, the automotive media people. And I just decided that I'm going to be the automotive media. That's very, very visible. And if people don't like it and they don't want to send me cars too bad, yeah. like there's other people that will, I'm busy. That's, that's funny. <laughs> um, the first automotive journalist I ever hung out with was Brett Burke. Uh, when he was writing for Vanity Fair, and when you and when he says hung out with, what he really means is trapped poor Brett in the yeah, backseat of a seventy-two of my, uh... Lincoln Continental for oh, five yeah. days from what New York to that? New Orleans. Oh God! In the hey, summer, Brett had enough Brett enough bourbon to keep him satisfied back there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he broke down a lot, and he walked to the liquor store. Um, <laughs> it was a long. Uh, this was a long time ago. Long that was time. early mid two thousands. When he was still okay. writing for Vanity Fair. Before yeah. he moved to Car and Driver, before he became, you know, he was the guy who wrote the Gay Uncle book. You know what I mean? It right. wasn't he wasn't an automotive journalist. It was almost like gay journalists who happens to be doing automotive content. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we we were doing a cross country rally, New York to New Orleans, and he posted on the forums like, hey, would anyone allow me to, you know, embed with your team? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then I was like, because I want the press. Right. I don't think on that trip we actually should have wanted the press. No, it was a terrible trip. But real experience, though, like no doubt. (laughs) He did. He did. Yes. Um, The the one funny thing that I that I know that happened was uh, we were we broke down seven times in the first day. It was a 73 Link Continental. We were leaving from Staten Island. We had broken down, I guess, about four or five times at that point, and we're on the Capitol, the Beltway, and. He goes, he's from the, he's in the back seat. And he goes, do you hear that clicking sound? It like seems to be like wheel speed. And I'm like, it's fine. Shut up, journalist. What do you know about cars? I built this thing. What haven't I he picked? didn't say that though. Like don't. That's in my brain. That was in my brain. Like, no, I was going to say like, you weren't, you're not an ass. Like, yeah, the journalist doesn't know about car. Two minutes later, blowout. We had already picked up something in the tire tray. Uh. Um, yeah, that was no, you were much. You're much nicer than that. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah, and, and Brett has been a, a friend since he came back a couple times. But we've 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 actually, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's, so he's I, one I would love to meet. We we've chatted on Instagram um, and not met yet. But as I said, circles, you know. Yeah. Seem to be running tighter and tighter. So he, he is a great guy. So if you ever do get a chance, uh, yeah, don't, don't mention me. He'll be like that, that guy. He'll he'll sit in the corner and start crying a lot and oh. bring me bourbon, bring me bourbon now. No, no since, since he moved out of New York City, I really haven't seen him in years and years. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, no, but it's it's great to hear that the the content is really coming your way and the cars are coming your way and it's not about. Uh, trying to feed a market because I think that would be kind of disappointing. Yeah, it would be. You know, it'd be kind of disingenuous. Um, the one thing that's been really cool uh, that we're doing as part of the track events um, is something that has been manufacturer funded um, that has come out of I think desire to support you know I and D sort of efforts. But um, we are giving away five entries and five hotel rooms per track event we're hosting. 
Oh, that's so awesome. we have a manufacturer funded scholarship program in effect to um, get people here who maybe couldn't afford it. Now, wait, now is... I haven't read that anywhere on your site or anything. Is this like an exclusive? Are you talking about that for the first time? Because we're going to tell everybody it's an exclusive. No, we, uh, we've, we've given away the ones for May um, oh, already. We, we had an application process and a little committee and everything. Um, and we'll post the link to apply for October closer to the date. That's cool. You said it's manufactured. Do you want to shout them out? Give them some press? Yeah, uh, a, a million percent. Um, Toyota, Mazda, and Michelin. Uh, have all made this happen that is uh, awesome. to the tune of a lot of money. Um, and I have a call tomorrow. Um, Chevrolet has decided what they're going to do as well. Um, I don't know what, but I'll find out tomorrow. Oh, awesome. So uh, get asked yeah. for a Corvette. Some say. Uh, that could probably be made to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I did uh, talk to Cadillac as part of the May event, and there will be a Blackwing in attendance. Oh, oh come on. So if that's motivation to come. Oh, <laughs> clear my schedule now. Uh, I got to start looking at Southwest flights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's great. Um, so very manly topic here, but I love your toe pig reviews. Thank like, you. Your, your that was something that like fantastic. no one else was doing. Absolutely. And That's what I said. I said, he's actually towing with it, the cars. These right. Trucks. And truly, like you read all these reviews and, you know, watch these videos and everyone's like, it'll go very detailed on, you know, really disappointed it has halogen turn signal bulbs. And then they get into the, you know, oh, and it can tow 8,000 pounds next. And it's like, well, for a lot of people that matters. Like, is it good or not? So, yeah. I wanted to do it. And uh, every manufacturer has been supportive of the idea. They love the fact that someone wants to do it. That's great. Um, so we're, uh, we already mentioned we have an O2 in the, I think I have the youngest tow pig in the fleet when it's a 2012 Nissan Titan. So okay. sooner or later, we're buying a new tow pig. What's uh -huh. out there? What's been cool? What, what What's your current suggestion? Because five years from now, it'll be on the used market and we can pick it up. Well, I still, I mean, I really, I enjoyed the F-150 Power Boost, the one that's the hybrid, um, oh. because you can plug in, you can plug your trailer 240 volt into the truck and it acts as a generator in the paddock if you don't have power. So you can have your trailer powered with AC or heat or whatever, and the truck will run for like, it's like a gallon per hour um, that it can run on your gas tank. So. Oh. You know, it's an EcoBoost that pulls like a freight train, and then it's got a hybrid battery and electric motor, and it's a generator. It's um, way better on fuel in the paddock than my little Yamaha 3500. Uh -huh. Seriously, Seriously. Yeah. 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 So that was that was a really cool one. Um, I'm waiting to drive the uh, updated Silverado that's got uh, Super Cruise because Chevy has added Super Cruise with towing. That's the and oh. I am. I am admittedly yes. terrified to try this. I am Chris really has scared. a dream. I <laughs> am so Chris not. I, uh, I, we, we, we all have this dream. At the end of a paddock weekend, the race weekend, to say to the car, drive me home. The truck. Exactly. exactly. That's I don't, yeah, I don't want autonomous driving on my way to work. You know, I, I, I listen to the radio. I get involved. I yell at people that use their turn signals. But on Sunday, at the end of a track mm -hmm. day, that is when I want my vehicle to drive me home. And I, I yeah. keep telling you know, all the uh, automotive manufacturers that don't listen to this podcast, build me an autonomous RV so I can yeah. just yeah. crack yeah. open a beer, lay back on the couch. <laughs> I'll put a seatbelt on. I'm okay yeah, with that totally. and take me home. 
Well, wait, we'll wait. see what Super Cruise does, but they're adding it for some trims for 2023, I think. So, and they, I know they've been testing it on the Denali, so it's not like it's new tech. It's so, the Cadillac. Yeah. 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 It started with the Escalade and then they've added it. It's like the Silverado High Country and Sierra Denali, I think, get it. So, okay. Excited for that. Um, and then the other one that's that, you know, was a surprise that I, did not think would be very good with an enclosed trailer behind it. Um, I had a Jeep Gladiator diesel that I adored. Um, really? like might have old... some of the, the most personality of any new car in the market, especially with the diesel, like clattering away. Um, torque for days. I imagine it's got torque. It's got a long wheelbase. The rear end is basically Ram 1500 coil spring stuff and hold my enclosed just fine. And, and looks cool around town. Like, yeah, I and it's a convertible. Gladiators like were somewhat affordable or somewhat like okay to drive without a trailer. Because the the problem is that if you take away the fact that it can tow, it's a big Wrangler, and Wranglers yeah. are a penalty box. Yeah, especially for new car money, Wranglers yeah. are like they're fun, but like I don't, I couldn't spend that kind of money on one. Jeep, Jeep people are different. Jeep people, and let's just say. I don't mean to insult Jeep people. I'm just no, not but you, Jeep people. You either get it or you don't. Yeah, exactly. That's why I have and a I, Veloster N. I don't want vehicle. Be... It's on every spare tire cover. Yeah, exactly. Every, every exactly. Car. Right. Life is, yeah. life they, is they good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for a rally that we initially had a piece of garbage Cadillac uh, that fell apart on us in Arizona, we ended up renting one of the, it wasn't the Gladiator, but the the new Jeep turbo four cylinder, but it's got the, mm. the eight speed, um, What's the transmission on that it's one, Chris? Asian, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same ZF they put in everything. Yeah, the the the, the ZF yeah. transmission, which magically transformed that vehicle. And aside from the suspension, was actually pleasant to drive from Las Vegas to uh, 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 tech, West Texas, and yeah, then on the, to Florida. Yeah, the modern eight speeds, especially the ZF, are really good. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just so fascinating that they've got like the same more or less design that they can do in a Jeep, a BMW, a Lexus. you know, Ram 1500, a Lexus, yeah. right. Like, you know, it just works. They beef it up to support different torque. So they've done a nice job. Modern automatics don't suck. Like the T850 no. we all think of, like, like our, our Mercedes wagon has a nine speed and it's, it's really very, very good at what it does. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned with the, um, the suburban you have in the four speed, you know, my Yukon was the same. And I, I remember with that towing um, out of a rally cross, I was towing a friend's Volvo up some mountain in like Western Maryland. And I could do like 40 in third or 55 in second. And I opted for 55 in second. So then I got four miles a gallon. Yeah. Right. And yep. Like, and the engine was going to come into my lap. Like yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was screaming. It's trying to overheat at every four yeah. minutes. Yeah. And meanwhile, you know, now you've got like three overdrive gears and all these other ratios that are spaced so closely that like any hill is just not a problem. And then you add force induction on top of that. And I mean, like my Cayenne is a, a little monster of this like smallish SUV. So very nice. It's wild. When you say overdrive. I can't think of anything other than a Corvette that I own that just doesn't have the crash. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Doug Nash. Got uh, three overdrives. It's three overdrives. Right? Like, can you I just have switch? <laughs> right. Like, I just want to be in not fourth overdrive. I just want to be in fifth. Nope. No, I just need all the over. I, 
I'm sorry. I, I digress. I was just, when you say overdrive, I'm like, oh, overdrive. this is the exact definition of automatic transmissions have gotten way better. <laughs> right? It's You're the Doug Nash Corvette. Good. three Good. plus two, whatever the hell that thing is. Seven. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone, uh, someone throw this, uh, someone ask him this next to uh, last one there. Anything you specifically really actually want to review a bucket list? Like what, what, like if you got the next thing to come down, you'd love to have, what are you looking for? I mean, I've, I've got some cool stuff booked. Um, I've got stuff <laughs> coming till June. So I've got a lot of neat, like there's a lot of bucket stuff, bucket list stuff coming. Um, Excellent. I've got a Maverick coming. Uh, I've got oh, a Mach-E oh. GT. Um, the we Blackwing was one of those. When when they reached out to say, here's the dates for the Blackwing, does this work? And then Cadillac replied and said, yes, you can put it on the track. That was oh. a like, oh. I, I've done this right. They said no drifting and no burnouts. Okay. Because um, they want me to save the tires. For, but they said like laps Camisa, at speed were fine. Yeah, Cabisa's yeah, yeah, yeah. got to, you know, destroy all of those tires. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've got a, I've got a Golf R coming um, and a Civic Si. Like there's a lot of stuff that I think is good that I'm just really excited for because it's like a lot of it is attainable to a lot of different types of people with different budgets. Um, I, I so, think the Maverick is very, like I, there are not a lot of people who got the Maverick so far. I'm stoked so, about it. I yeah. was supposed to have that back in like February and I think someone hit something with it. And there's there's a lot of times where they, they call you the day before and they're like, yeah, this is in the shop now for like unexplained. Th- and it's like, yeah, someone hit something with Journalists, it. Journalists, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. No. So Maybe they were trying to I Apex a time. turn on their way to oh, work. Right. That's on got their, a on giant college campus. Yeah, I got a giant, doing, right? yeah, giant pothole. Uh, on that, do you one know goat. if it's going to be the uh, the one, eco no, boost? One goat and <laughs> goat for the rest of your life. Do, do you know if it's going to be the eco boost or you're getting the? Uh, I don't want to say baseline, but the the, the powertrain I'm interested in is that the the, the entry level. Hybrid, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we have one of each um, in the local fleet. So like we're all serviced out of different, you know, whatever region you're in. Yeah. They they have a big warehouse cars for you. Um, we have one of each. I'm pretty sure the one I'm getting is a Lariat. EcoBoost with all-wheel drive. Um, usually they come fully loaded, which is a blessing and a curse. There is a like blue XL with Steely's hybrid front-wheel drive model in the fleet. Like, I just yeah, don't know the, if I'm getting it. The but model others that have everybody that wants. Not everybody yeah. wants. All of us weirdo people want. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm nice. I'm excited. That one's going to be. I mean, it's starts under twenty thousand dollars. It gets like forty miles a gallon on the highway, and it's useful. It gets. It also gets like 40 miles per gallon street on like yeah. driving it to, I, I have a 12 mile uh, surface commute. It is costing me right now, $10 a day to drive to work with gas over five bucks and a big thirsty V8. So I'm interested in yeah. all of these kinds of things. Yeah. I can't um, convince my wife to get one, but we're going to drive the Ionic five. So ooh. Uh, June 9th, I'll have that. All right. I've got my spreadsheet up. Um, <laughs> All right. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'll, cars uh, and see if it's on there. We, we, we went to the local Hyundai dealer because I was getting my oil changed. Um, and I took her over to him. I'm like, these are all electric. Because we drove the Model 3. We went, we did the okay. Tesla thing. And I was like, these are way better than the, than the 3. And she was like, but it's like not 
really an SUV. It's kind of smaller than I thought. I'm like, well, why do you need bigger? Like, it's still got all right. that trunk room. It's still got all the everything. Like, so she's she's interested. We're we're gonna cross shop it okay. with uh, the the Tucson plug-in. So, okay. And the and the Prime. We we got a friend with a Rav Four Prime on his lot. So, I had a Prime last year when those were like first new and hot, um, and I I actually liked it quite a bit for what it was. Um, it's I mean it's just it's like it's Rav Four. It's it's exactly what you think, but you can go quite a big distance on just the battery. So yeah. if that covers your day-to-day -day driving, then you never burn gas with it. Yeah. They're, they're is... impossible to find on the lot. And a friend who finished behind us at a lemons race once by about a second and a half. Uh, oh, the has... Johnson's guys. Fantastic. Shh, I'm trying not to. <laughs> People will go buy them. I want them to from, wait there. They'll go buy them from our friend who races. All right, you're right. Johnson's Toyota <laughs> up in Southern New York. Uh, the guy's got like three or four of them on the lot. And he's like, come wow. on time. Yeah, so that's Thank fantastic. You, yeah. Um, so this is a, again another one of those odd questions because you said, you know, I'm not trying to serve a niche market, but at the same time, you're clearly trying to, as you said, you know, I'm an out enthusiast gearhead. I can't be the only one. And you have clearly, you know, not just from that, from from talent, uh, you've got all these cars in your calendar, so you're already driven because I'm exhausted listening to your schedule. Uh, but you 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 recognize that there is a market out there that it can enhance everything that we do with gearheads. What are the your your goals for out motorsports? Because now in my mind, I think ultimately the goal would be there's no need for it because we all just become to the point of it doesn't matter. Are you at the track? you're one of us kind of a deal, but what are your, your immediate and then your five year and your 10 year kind of goals? Where do you see this whole thing? Yeah. So, so I think that the, the goal of not needing it is a, like, it's a very altruistic one, um, but I think is. Yeah. Won't happen, but that's the direction you still go in. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, like society always evolves. I, I think we'll get to a, like we're at a decent point. I think we'll get to a better point, but um, I think there is also, I think there will always be an appeal in having events and content created for you by people who are like you, you know, you see it. There are a lot of websites and channels for, you know, women who are into cars or, you know, black automotive journalists or like things like that, that it just, you know, a lot of people like to consume content and see themselves in whatever they're consuming. So um, I think it'll evolve. And as far as other goals, you know, we're hosting more events this year, but they're all kind of on the East Coast, kind of within four hours of D.C. Um, I've heard from a lot of people who are in, you know, other parts of the U.S., you know, Texas, Midwest, California, Florida, like all over the place. Come here next. Um, know, come to this track. I'm, uh... I'm four hours from Button Willow and I'm three hours from Willow Springs. So yeah, I'm getting a lot of comments like that right now. And <laughs> I would love to do more events, you know, both track and these like road, you know, like tour rally sort of drives. Um, and all I need is like strategic partners in other parts of the country to help make that happen. So I think we will get there. Um, I would like to do more elsewhere next year. Um, and I think I've got some, some friends who could help make that happen. So We'll see. And, and my, you know, you said five, like the longer term five year sort of thing. 
um, I would love to quit my job and do this full time. <laughs> there you go. Like, oh, that's awesome. Is I got that promoted like the at my dream, right? To be a full time like YouTuber, author, journalist. Yeah. Like... I, and and what was funny, I I got promoted back in October at my day job, and you know we started having the conversation, me and my boss, talking about you know well where do you want to grow from here and where do you want to go and my day job company knows the well, that I do all this. They support all of it. But um, like the thing I didn't tell him super straight up was like in five years, I don't know if I want to be here <laughs> doing this. It's like, it's I, very, I like you guys. But... Very post COVID conversation, right? Yeah. Like, what yeah. do you think your future is? Not at this effing desk, yo. Like, what are you right, talking like, about? Yeah. So we'll see if we can keep growing this thing. And uh, I don't know. I think we can. Well, but, yeah, that, that kind of, I mean, uh, again, I, I, I don't know if this is the right thing to say. I love that you're serving your community, but just purely as an enthusiast, there is legitimate content on this website. I mean, it's fantastic stuff. Like Jeff said, just no one else is doing toe pig reviews. Yeah. From, like, you know, every race car driver needs something to call haul their race. Exactly. Car. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and not everyone wants a 2,500 series pickup truck. Or if they do, they want to know which is the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I handed my wife the iPad with with the um, Rav Four review. I didn't say, you know, this is a LGBT review. It didn't matter. Right. It was just a review right. for the car on someone that I trust. You know, like I've watched mm-hmm. this guy's content. It wasn't you that did. I think it was the other guy on your site. I did the Rav. You did the Rav. It, no, yeah. There was a, there was another one then the Ionic at the show. He had he had some. Um... He did the video of the Ionic. That's what that's what it was. It was the Ionic yeah. video. I, you know, um, yeah. But anyway, is that is that your partner? You said you had a partner in the business. Yeah, yeah. My friend Tyler um, helped that's start everything, Tyler, and he you. he was living up in like up by Philly, and now he's here near me. Um, so we're gonna try and do some stuff together, video wise. So yeah. uh-huh. once he's a little more settled, we'll we'll get two microphones and stand on camera and look like doofuses together. So. Chris Tyler also recently towed home a 944. Just saying. That doesn't that doesn't mean it's a good choice. No. But... Yeah, I don't know how well it runs. Um... I've been given one rule in this race team. I'm not Ew. allowed to purchase a 944. Or or a DSM. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I don't want a DSM no. anymore. Right, I was gonna say one. like if you bought one, you'd be anymore. like, no. Oh. Now they're getting expensive. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh. Jake, you, you got to throw out, uh, uh, we've got a link in the show notes, obviously to the website, to the calendar, to the article about, uh, I love this 48, you know, bizarro orphaned cars on a racetrack article. Uh, put that right here on the YouTube. There you go. Yes. We'll, we'll have that, that video. That'll be fantastic. What other social media that people that general consumers of automotive content can find you on or for people that might be looking for a safe space that want to see there, where can they find you? Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I uh, made us a TikTok, and I don't know what to do with it, but you can follow us. We there. don't F- either, but we have one me. as well. My TikTok yes. is okay. Yeah. On our, we also we also have Ewanar TikTok. We have Ewanar Snapchat and Reddit. We're making no it up. So we oh, go good. Along. Now we don't need the closing credits because Mental just did <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. This is a uh, Jake. This is the final segment of our show. 
Yeah, well, um, yeah, just obviously, thanks, thanks, Jake, for that. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Yes, seriously, yeah, thanks for having me. You guys are doing this. Is Stick wonderful. around, please. Yeah. So our, our last segment, we we vary this. This one is one of our, our the ones that we do. It's called on the spot, where on the spot. Yep. Where one of us gives a a question and doesn't tell what everyone else what it is until we ask it, and then we get to go around the horn with a fairly brief answer. And Jake, you've basically already given us your answer, and this is inspired by that. So everyone else, and Jake, you can add one too. Um, if you could get a random press vehicle in three weeks, what was the one random press vehicle you would like from the current manufacturer's fleet? I know because we can't find one to drive. It's the Ionic 5. Okay. My, my, we go to Hyundai and they're like, we got three of them. Sorry, they're sold. Not allowed to touch them. Please don't breathe on it. Step back from the car. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mental. All right. I've driven the 2015 version, but I still want to drive. Uh, I want, as a press loader, an AMG GT. Ooh. Who does it? That'd be good. Yeah. Yes. The GTS with the Dialahoon button. Mm-hmm. Or Dialahoon. That was going to be one of my choices, Mental. Now I have to, now I have to pivot. Okay. Chrissy, you got one? I don't even know new cars. Like, well, I don't. Anything you would be interested in driving? Uh,. Oh, I know what you want to drive. I mean, I have a a, now. What? I have a Taycan Cross Turismo GTS. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Does it have the engine noises? Maybe. Sure. Pull the the fuse. Pull the fuse. Pull the fuse. I I was gonna say Civic Type R because you didn't get Type R. Yes. Because you didn't get to drive one. I'm gonna wait till 23 for this. And I'm gonna say a a GLS 63 to see how posh a tow vehicle I can Mm. make it. (laughs) You know, I keep asking for one of those. Then that, that's our like a dream upgrade. Like, but we're never getting rid of the. If something ever were to happen with the suburban or, or the Yukon, uh, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Jake. You were saying. No, I I I have asked for one of those repeatedly, and they have not had one in our fleet with a hitch installed on it. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. So I need to get in their ear about ordering one. Look, just just bring me the hitch. I'll I'll install it. Right. I'll install, I'll, right. I'll put the whole thing on a video. It'll be great. Right. I'm good with a, a sawzall. Yeah. Um, I'll take it to U-Haul. I'll let a professional do right, it. Right. Right. <laughs> they can even do the wiring. Oh. Um, I'll I'll give you another one. I know I said the Blackwing was like a like look, mom, I made it sort of thing. Um, whenever the day comes where BMW agrees to send me a car, that will be a big deal because they have very high standards for who gets their stuff. Hmm. Okay. Um, Interesting. So I had a mini Cooper recently, which like, I, I think sort of counts, but dark green, very sexy. Getting there, getting there. It, was, oh, yeah. it was beautiful. Six, um, six speed proper. Yes. Yeah. It was a good car, but I want like, I An keep actual. pitching them with, there are so many old BMWs of various ages in the enthusiast world. Send me a new one to do something with and like nothing, nothing, nothing. So that'll be a, like, I don't even care if it's anything tremendously interesting. Send me like a a 330i, but (laughs) I would also take a highlighter yellow M3. Yeah, just the buck teeth. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not saying I like how they look. It would just be more of an accomplishment to have it. Sure. You don't see the teeth from the, Seat. from the driver's seat that's yeah true. yeah okay well Great. all right uh anything left to plug before we hit the credits thanks so much jake I, obviously yeah, you're busy awesome we appreciate your here. time this is fantastic no, I, 
I hope we can share some track time, uh, or at least track yeah. space or yeah. Um, you know, get up to, uh, Thompson or, uh, New Hampshire, uh, well, uh, pit race. I don't know if, yeah, you guys are off to pit race next month. You, you run NASA mostly, right? I run NASA. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to run other stuff. I just don't keep t- I'm busy enough. I don't keep tabs on other schedules, but yeah. if someone invites me, I would love to go. The pit race NASA weekend that crossover Great Lakes Mid Atlantic one. It's in July. Is <laughs> probably yeah. the greatest event. The greatest. It's so fun. Event, yeah. Yeah. So we'll be there. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and make it to that one. Heck yeah. We're not. We're not going to Grid Life. I thought we convinced Grid Life. And... It's not the same. No. Oh, okay. Different. Grid Life Lime Rock, but different. Grid Life Lime Rock. All right. We're cool. good. But no, pit race is a, like a hard stop for us. We that's what we do because it's yeah. such a great event. Okay, uh, next show. It's been a little while, but the new homeowner, soon to be married, fifth host Eric Rude will be here to talk about well whatever he really wants to talk about. So it's probably to, going to include the eBay presents Halloween meets gasoline prize and. Hopefully he can give us some insight on how we can win all the time. I uh, know we know how we can win. Um, maybe some rally action and his favorite Stellantis product. Eric is always a fun time. He'll be back. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jake, for coming. And thank you all of us for listening, downloading us, checking us out on YouTube, wherever you're getting this content. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this weekend's, this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us with the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It is totally free. Then go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Even if you hated us, give us five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, write us down there in the doodly-doo. We'll reply. Hit the like, hit the smash, whatever button you feel like it. Uh, questions, ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, everyone. Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. You can text Mental 484-243-0455. He loves pictures of your junk. That's in your driveway, not in your pants, please. Uh, find us on Instagram or Twitter at everyone.racers, YouTube, Facebook. It's all everyone.racers, except Reddit which is slash E1R for some reason. I don't know. They wouldn't let me do slash everyone. There you go. Whatever. Thanks again. And until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless there is no shiny side, then just keep those wheels down.